proper Spanish name for my name. <laughs> wow. What are you thinking? Well, Walita's not good enough? You're... No, that's the best. Oh. All right, that's yeah. the best that's come up with it. I have never, not one person has been able to come I mean, up what else, what else would it be besides Walita? Wallifer? I don't know. You're not a white person. I'm not trying you to get all that. super. Just, I mean, if you want to go like, if I, you start wearing Uggs and drinking like fucking triple shot espressos and shit like that, then maybe you can be what? You know, Wallifer. I can't even do cold coffees, bro. I hate that. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just fuck, man. Do you? Can you? Yeah. You like, like that's all I drink is like cold brew coffee. Uh, do you like cold coffee? Let's see. I'm white. What do you expect? No, you're not. You're German. Well, yeah, I know. We come from the, you know. We don't. I'm not Australian, so I'm not from the land down under. I'm from the up high where it's cold and shit all the time. So. You're going to have to explain that to some people here soon, though. What? The whole jumping over the river and then invading Poland, all that other shit. Okay, well, I mean, if I'm not a Nazi. No, you're not. I say you're German. My family is German. There's a difference between German and Nazis. Yeah, there's a huge fucking gap there. Yes. Yeah. We apparently have Nazis now. Well, yeah, we like we've covered this before. I've met many a Nazi back in the day. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a thing. Were they born in Germany? I, dude, I've never met a Nazi from Germany, fucking ever. Not fucking one. <laughs> no, not one goddamn Nazi actually came from fucking Germany that you've met in the twentieth fucking century, bro. Yeah. Okay. They they weren't raised to go. Hey, guess what? White makes right. No, they're like, look, bro, Nazis were some fucked up shit. Let's, you know, look, like, learn from history and let's not fucking repeat that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How many actually learned, though? Well, not that many, apparently. Mm -hmm. So, that's a thing. It's always a thing. Well, there's many a thing. Anyways. Throw me over the rope. Throw you over the rope. (laughs) So, as usual, you clicked on it, you know where you're at. It is two G's and a mic. I'm Mikey G, sitting across from my Walita, Wally G Jaffernackles. What up, what up? What's up? So today we're going to get into some shit as usual. Um, you picked the topic this week. And you, every, Thank you everyone for listening too, because you know, sometimes we like to just ramble. Yeah. I mean. Well, touch base on all the stuff we've done. I mean, well, we've talked about our subbing, but you know, we haven't even done anything this year, but... I mean, I trust our main source, obviously, is tattoos. If none of you guys know out there, yeah, we are both tattoo artists. In the game out 13, 12, 13 years. Yeah, professionally, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So we like touch base sometimes on that. And then, you know, if we can or if I decide to or if you want to, you know, we could discuss this little technology beam of social media that they call that everybody likes to be on. and You got sparked on that social media shit from that fucking book you just picked up, huh? A little bit. You picked that up, but you're like, oh, this is some good shit. Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be even more interesting when I get started on that other one. Because, yeah. Oh, st- well, and that's the thing is, is as soon as you I, you pulled out that book, it's like, oh, shit. Because that psychology of stupidity I have, dude, like half of that shit's about like why motherfuckers believe shit on the internet and shit like that. Like, it's the, really? Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's the whole manipulation factor and everything about all that shit. So, Dude, that uh, Righteous Mind book. Yeah. That one's almost a origin of like how all this starts, like how white people are doing now, why people believe certain things. Yeah. We can sit there and just talk over and over and over till we're blue in the face, you know? Yeah. And there's going to be sometimes that people just like, I don't want to listen. Well, I already know what I believe. And this is what I believe. And it's like, okay. So through that, obviously, you know, I wanted to, he wanted to, we both wanted to kind of take anything and everything that we talk about. And, you know, put our own little twist to it. Yeah, we'll give you our opinions. We'll give you some stories that we've had. But it's more like we are going to offend you. I mean, we we already know that. <laughs> so thank you who listen, because if we don't offend you, then I guess we're not doing our job. But the reason why we say we're going to offend you is because we, growing up, it's all we were, was offended by what we did, what we wore, who we are. I'm sure you got bullied a few times. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens. So speaking of offending people, can I can I offend some gamers real quick? Oh, go ahead. So, have, I don't know, have you, have you heard about the KFC console? The KFC console. Yeah. I have not. You haven't seen this? No. Okay, so KFC. Okay. 
is doing like like a brand crossover with Cooler Master, like KFC, like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, okay. And <laughs> I just didn't want to jump yeah, the gun. No, there. no, you're. No, no, I'm. Yeah, it's 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 dubbed the KF console, so it's KFC console. It's it's the it's the KFC console. Okay. Which they talked about, I think, in June earlier this year, and everybody was like, "Oh, it's a hoax." Well, about two weeks ago, they did another announcement on it. So let me let me show you what this motherfucker looks like. So it, it's KFC and. Uh, Cooler Master, like the guys that do like the, well, you know, like like your coolers and stuff. They throw your beers and shit in. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's what it looks like. It legitimately looks like a black bucket of chicken. It, it, I almost mistaked it for a, a, a speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaker. But it's 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 about the size from what it looks like. It's a little bit smaller than a regular size bucket of chicken. Okay. And is it going to actually play all the games? No. It, it, it plays the games, and. Has a built-in chicken warmer, like you could bring your food home. Like, like you can put your KFC chicken in the chicken warmer that sits above all the hardware. So all the hardware, when it pulls the heat sink out of there, goes into the chicken warmer compartment and it keeps your food warm to keep your chicken warm while you're gaming. <laughs> that's that's dope. And, and then it just pulls. There's a little drawer that pops out. Boom! And you just grab your fucking chicken right fucking there, bro. But what games though? Like, is it gonna be exclusive, like the way Nintendo is? Is it gonna have like those open games that everybody else is? Well, playing? and that that part, I I don't know yet. It is VR ready, so you can hook up like a VR console to it. Dang. Yeah, yeah. It's got uh, a Seagate Barracuda Barracuda one terabyte SSD in it. The hard drive. Yeah. Yup. It is a core, <laughs> it has a Core i nine ninth generation fucking processor uh, processor in it. And the GPU, dude, like it's a legit fucking console, dude. If if it's gonna compete, just to let all y'all know out there, I will buy it. I, I don't care if that thing runs nothing but eight bit fucking games. Yeah, but I care goddamn to you. Between my Xbox and my PlayStation, is now going to sit a fucking KFC console. Yeah, I am about that shit. KFC, if you're out there, trust me, I will be buying one yeah, if you're no, legit they, on this. They, they know their fucking market. They, they just, do. Yeah. They're like, well, gamers don't want to move for food, so what if we just use the heat sink to warm the fucking chicken or whatever the fuck else you put in there? And it's even just from the own console. Yeah. It's not running its own little yeah. microwave on the side or nothing. No, it's, right, it's right there in the fucking bucket of chicken. That's going to be dope. Yeah, right? I was like, all right, <laughs> all right. Um, for all y'all gamers out there. Yeah, the other thing. Um have you heard any of the shit about Soldier Boy and him doing all his consoles and shit like that? Soldier Boy? Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Superman now? Yeah. 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 Oh, my brother used to know the dance by Yeah, I guess it's been something he's been doing for like a couple of years. Uh-huh. Like, selling like knockoff like bootleg consoles and shit like that. Nobody's ever received them. Is that what it is? Is that nobody's ever seen they put in the orders and they just don't fucking get them? I don't know. Is it? He's scamming people. Yeah. Apparently, he's got another one that he's putting out. That he's putting out quotation marks, mm-hmm. and basically it looks like a janky ass Xbox 360 <laughs> with some knockoff Mad Cat's PS2 controllers on there. But if you go through and you find you find what it looks like, you can actually look up that same console on Wish, uh-huh. and it's like an 800 game emulator for like nine dollars. And he's trying to sell it to motherfuckers for like upwards of like a hundred dollars and shit like that. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, an emulator that you could buy off of like, uh, uh, what's that website? It's like the Asian website. Yeah, you could buy it off of Wish. And then, yeah, yeah for like $8. And he's like, I'll sell it to you for like $149.99 because it's Soldier, it's the Soldier console. And I, I apparently there used to be a website that had like a Soldier watch and like all kind, like a Soldier phone and all well, kinds of shit. He was another merchandise yeah, to try to. It all got shut down because they, nobody was. Yeah, because no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just saying like all kinds of trademark and shit like that. And just fucking, like, I was like, well, it's. It, you got to learn how this shit works before you try and hustle like that, motherfucker. Like, you can't just be like, I'm a rapper. No, no, I'm a fucking internet mogul. Fucking, you, I don't think you can do that. He's probably crossing a lot of patents, oh, too, huh? Well, I was, yeah, oh, yeah. That's why there's There's all kinds him. of patents, motherfuckers. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. But they, I was like, damn, dude, like, really? Nah, so, yeah, that, that, that's my shit. That's that's what's caught my eye in the past couple of weeks is some shit like that. And I just had to bring in, I had to bring in, the, I had to let you know about the KFC console, bro. I've, I'm on buddy looking into like that. I, just, I had to tell you about that. Just that, that glorious black bucket of chicken that warms your, warms your chicken and lets you play video games. <laughs> Fucking the Colonel's a goddamn genius. Where was the first one? Where was the very first KFC built? Well, according to the sign in Salt Lake, it says it's there. Yes. But 
They've even got a statue out in front of him. And yeah, I know. We took pictures with it, motherfucker. <laughs> we went to go buy supplies, and we went and bought action figures. We went yeah. to KFC buffet, and then we took pictures with the colonel and whoever the fuck the other dude was. Well, I well, guess. I, in all honesty, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that the other statue was there. Mm-hmm. Was actually the dude that uh, he bought the recipe from. Colonel Sanders? Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't think the colonel actually came up with the recipe. I think it was somebody else, and he bought it from mm-hmm. or some shit like that. So, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. So to everyone out there listening, yeah, it, we have the first one here in Utah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I gotta get, It's one of the few that has a fucking buffet. And that's, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm down with that shit. KFC yeah. buffet? Fuck yeah. 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 They still have a buffet yeah. there. Yeah, you got all the different like seven spices and grilled and mashed potatoes and coleslaw and all that shit right there. It's like a fucking buffet, dude. You go in there, slap down cash, and there's KFC buffet. We dude, we was there for like a fucking hour, mm-hmm. just packing chicken and mashed potatoes away. I've been there, but only through the drive-through. Yeah, no, it's no, oh, no, man. The buffet's where it's at. It's it's gone. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, that, that was before, my distraction. You, know, you can you can tell what what you want to talk about. I'll just start rambling for a minute. See what, <laughs> we'll see what we come up on, but yeah. Like we said, you know, we're tattoo artists. Uh, we've come across all kinds of people in the past, you know, just everybody, just all kinds of opinions, all kinds of viewpoints. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny sometimes. A lot well, of yeah, times there's, there's I mean, like we said, we've been in this for, you know, 12, 13 years, and we, we've been in the same spot together the whole time. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of a thing that when it, it's that weird concoction that we kind of found a, the right group and we've had plenty of people come in and out but there's a few of us that have kind of hung through the whole fucking thing yeah um, there's a few of us here uh, what was it you were just at the shop one day right when i was when i came in because you i know you were already working yeah and me and chad got hired the same time yeah and then you were here yeah because because me and James, the old man me yeah. and the old man were here first so yeah but how long were you here before i started Okay, I started apprenticing in June, but I, you didn't have a spot open yet. Well, I, I started my apprenticeship before the shop was open. But you didn't, you didn't, you started it at Zen, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. And then I, I finished it once we had opened the doors, and I think it was like a month and a half in, something like that. That you finished? Yeah. Well, okay, so that was in November. So you finished around December, January? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, I finished up my apprenticeship. And then that June, the next year, is when I start or like started apprenticing. Yeah. And then he had me come in August by there. And then um, November yeah. of that year, that's when I got that dispute with fucking job that I was at. And Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember going to work that day. I had all, I, cause I would always had to wear a shirt and tie, you know, mm-hmm. I remember going in that day and he fucking, they told me that, some shit came up and that was the day that I was going to start a different job. But the current department I was in basically had to have a talk with me and they was like, yeah, we got to let you go and so forth. So my wife was there and she, uh, she still worked there and I left. I was like, I, I had to tell her, I was like, I got to go. She's like, okay. So I took off and I came here to the shop because uh-huh. when I was at the shop, um, I would just stay here sometimes because after work, you know, I would just stay and then just, keep here start learning apprenticing and stuff because he told me i could come in and tattoo friends anybody close to me me yeah you know anything and everything but it wasn't until august that he was like go ahead and take your first um paying client paying client november when that shit happened with flying jay if i can i came here and as soon as i walked in he looked at me and he's like you're here early i'm like i just got fired he's like oh welcome to full time i'm like oh okay <laughs> and i mean ever since then i've had people ask me questions you know the whole the main one where's the weirdest spot which is the weirdest spot's always going to be in my opinion a male genital because women i mean even if you go right up to the labia it's just it, same shit it's same skin but i've never even on either or so obviously when anybody asks me that it's like dude it's not about where it's about like who or what. Yeah. <laughs> Why yeah, they it, it, it. It's it's more what you're doing in the area than the area you're working on. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I still remember like in my apprenticeship, I tattooed a John Deere logo on this lady on her back. Yeah. Maybe 
yay big. And I guess it's just, I was still learning and I put an extra horn on it. Like I didn't realize there was four horns on the John Deere. Yeah. Instead of three. I'm sure she probably got it covered up by now. And even if she hadn't, like I would tell her straight out, like, hey, you know, come in. I, even to this day, yeah. I would probably give her a great deal on a cover up because I didn't even know. Yeah. I mean, this is our first stages. You know, we're going to have trial and error. <laughs> you know what's odd? Like I actually like one of the tattoos that I remember the most that came out of the shop is your Shrek piece. That donkey on homeboy's ass. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's one of the pieces that always sticks out in my brain. Where people are actually, well, what's some weird tattoos? And stuff? Like, Wally did a piece of, like, donkey on this dude's, like, whole left ass cheek one. Yeah. Like, the whole thing. But now who has the cake? <laughs> I won't say me, <laughs> but there's a gentleman out there who has the cake on uh, yeah. at least an ass tattoo. Yep. But, oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's... <laughs> What are some of the weirdest, like, not necessarily clients, but more of, like, design something? Back in the old shop, remember when we used to have, I had a lady come in and she wanted, like, a little needle on her on her hand here, like a little threading needle. Uh-huh. And I even had to put the string in it. And then it would form a heart and so forth. And when I drew it, I mean, even just the line going back and forth up and it was not right. Like I had to erase it and do it like just a little bit more and come up. Like it literally turned into like a $120 tattoo. I'm like, Oh my God, lady, you, you got, you got to give me some leeway here. Yeah. Just know it's got to turn. That's got to be like 45, like swoop right here. And yeah. Go this way. And it's got to go in that small of an yeah. area. Yeah. So nothing like that, but what have you come across? I mean, I I, it's the nature of the business. It's it's just how people are going to be picky about what they want, and and I get it. It's just going on your body forever. You want to see exactly what Please. you want and stuff like that. I always tell people, Please be, be, picky. be picky as shit. I got to look at it while I'm doing it, and if it needs a touch up, yes. you got to look at it till you're dead. So please be as picky be, as be picky possible. as you want. Tell me you want this line to go that way. That this needs to be fit. That's cool. I I no. will accommodate you as much as I fucking can. Because it's going on your body. But at the same time, you also have to understand that this is my job. This is what I do. So when I tell you that that's not going to work or that if it's going to, you know, it's going to make it look funny or it's not going to flow right. I'm not just telling you that because I don't want to do it. I'm telling you that because it's going to affect the piece. And yes, you have to look at it for the rest of your life. But yes, for the rest of your life, you're going to be telling people that I did it. Yeah. Oh, one of our sponsors. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. Bye, Dad. Bye, Dad. Have a good night, Dad. Bye, Dad. Fine. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's just one of those things. And it, it, it is what it is. And I, it doesn't bother me. But there's there's been a couple of clients, and we've all had them, that have brought us in pieces like, I want this exactly. And we're like. But that, that, that doesn't look like it. Can I redraw it? And like, no, I want this exactly. What has been the worst one like that for you? Because you know mine, don't you? Well, you 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 saw mine. Mine was only like a year and a half ago. Oh, okay. When that the, one. when the, when she came in with that piece and was like, I want it like this exactly. I'm like, well, I drew it so it actually looks like a tattoo. She's like, no, I want it just like this. Why? Well, because my friend do it, drew it. Did your did your friend die? No, my friend's right here. Well, the no. Let me redraw it so it actually looks like a tattoo and you can see what it is. You call yourself an artist. But let me ask you a question on that. Maybe this will help like clarify some people out there. Now imagine that person like that. Like they want the tattoo design exactly how somebody drew it or whatnot. Okay. Or we have those clients that have come in and be like, hey, my friend drew this, but I want you know, just the rendition of it. Yeah. So can you redraw it? Oh yeah. Okay. So almost those are, long. those are the almost two exact types of clients. So how do we get that across to them of saying like, okay, you got to give me some more feedback Look, here. I've, I've had plenty of people come in and be like, Hey, my homeboy drew this. I kind of like the idea. Can, can you clean it up and make it look, look representable and look like an actual dope piece? I'm down with that all day long. Just give me something to look at. Give me your, your idea of kind of what you're looking at. I will play with that shit all day long. But if you bring me in a piece that looks like a four-year-old drew it and your 27-year-old friend drew it, and you're like, I want this one exactly. I'm going to tell you. But you do realize that's why they want it, though, right? Because they want it to look exactly well, that's, like the art. That's great. If you want that exact piece, that that's I'm not putting my name anywhere near that. Which is why I didn't do that one. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you bring me in a piece that 
it, it's it's a simpler kind of not that artistic, not that good looking piece. Like, hey, my friend drew this for me, but they passed away a year ago or something like that, and I just want it on me. So it's so it's more memorable. if it's a memorial piece that's that way. Totally down. All, I, I got no problem with that. I've had people ring me and kids that like their kids drew designs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I got no beef with that. And we've seen those tattoos yeah. before. We've totally, had requests. Totally those, cool. Like, I've done I want, them. I got I no want my be- kids' yeah. names exactly. Yeah, yeah. you know, my, my kid wrote this out and my kid drew this little stick figure of me and him on the swing set, blah, blah. I'm down with those all day. Yeah. But if you bring me something that your friend that's an artist comes and, you know, like looks like some, some chicken scratch shit and I want it just like this, well, why? Because I want it just like this. Then go find somebody else to do it. Because you're going to be the one that when yeah, they ask. Because you. when everybody else looks at your <clears throat> jacked up tattoo. But do you think they would be out there explaining to it? Oh, no, no. That's no, exactly what it's supposed they're to look never like. Gonna, they never explain that shit. You don't think they're so? They're too drunk at the bar talking some <laughs> bullshit to have that in-depth of a story on it. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if it's a memorial piece or if your kids drew it or something like that, that's cool. I got nothing but love for those. But if you're just like, well, my friend drew this, and my friend's an artist. No, your friend's not. <laughs> you and your friend got high. They drew some shit, and you're like, oh, my, that'd be a dope tattoo. And I'm going to tell you, it's not a dope tattoo. Okay. Because all those lines you're going to have me put in are going to bleed out and bleed together in a couple years, and it's going to look like trash, and it already looks like trash. So they're either going to flow down one or two paths. Yeah. They're going to bag on it and say, yeah, nope. yeah, my artist made it look like that. It was supposed to look nope. like this. Or they actually go, I'm like, hey, yeah. it didn't come out the way I wanted or whatever. Like, yep. can I get it covered up? Yeah. 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 Because nine times out of 10, you're going to, your friends, your, 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 your bestie drew that piece. And six months down the road, you and your bestie, you're going to get some drunken fight and you're not besties anymore. And then you're going to have to get it covered up anyways. So I'm not putting my name on that. And that way you don't have to get a cover up on it. Yeah. You can tell me I'm an asshole all you want for saying no to it. I'm fucking fine with that. Okay. But if it's your kids or memorial piece or something like that, I'm, I got none but love for that shit all day long. But, or if you, you know, my friend drew this, it's a cool idea. I kind of want to incorporate some stuff into it and clean it up a little bit. Totally cool with that. But I don't bring me this exactly what I want because my best friend drew it. <laughs> Why? I mean, if, if it's something small, like if it's like a little quarter size, like, oh, it's the smiley face that we drew and it's cool. Yeah. Like that, that's cool. But I mean, good. if you bring me in like a fucking thigh like, piece it's got like a face and yeah, flowers yeah yeah you know it looks like somebody drew it in like seventh grade art class like i'm i'm not i'm not gonna do it i'm sorry i will tell you no all day long and you can yell at me as much as you want i'm not gonna do it i'm not the only thing i ever asked is like just please be as specific as possible like if you want it to look old school um traditional if you want it to look realistic like, if you want a name with it or anything, like, that's all I ever ask. Just, yeah. just please be as specific as possible because to kind of put my mindset out there as an artist with all of you, just the way, I don't know if your mind's like this, but there's some people out there and you just tell them, give me an idea. And it's like, they can just start throwing ideas at you, which is fine. I mean, I can go off being rambling and shit, but it's, it's like we have a podcast that does that. It would just, we don't have like the ideas just right there yeah when it comes to being artist so when somebody comes up to us and it's like let me paint you a picture here say if some one of you came up to me and you had a piece of paper in your hand and just a pencil that's all you had and you came up to me and you're like here draw me a picture my mind is just gonna go what of of what (laughs) like i'm just gonna start drawing shit that i see i'll draw a light switch i'll draw whatever you know give me some sort of starting point to work from but if somebody were to come up to me and say check it out Here's the design that I want you to draw for me. I want a skull kind of like tilted to the angle, looking up. I want a snake going through the eyes and everything. I want a few flowers on it, you know, maybe a rose or two, but pick another few flowers as long as there's at least five. Um, I may want to put a little bit of color into it. So let me know what you want to do with that. And then just have fun with it. Yeah. That paints you a really clear yeah. picture. Well, if, if you can be that super specific. Or I'm, anything. I'm totally down. But even if you just go, I want a skull with like a snake on it and some flowers behind it. And I don't know if I want color or not. Totally cool. Gives me yeah. a basis of where to start from. And it, do you want it realistic? Yep. Do you want it? The, yeah. And then I, I can I can figure out through questions which way we're going and what we're going to do with it and stuff. But I mean, that's that's the whole f- way we function in this shop. Though. Yeah. We're a custom I mean, shop. We, we did it today with, with me, you, and Rick. When that anime piece came in, mm-hmm. you know, talk about, okay, well, you know, I'm this, I'm this, and it ended up coming to me because I'm the one that loves that shit. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's, it's the straight up 
manga style with the line shading and shit like that. When I saw the picture, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's 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 my shit, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, it's just kind of one of those things that we don't ever, for a better term, we don't cock block each other on work. Yeah. If it, if it's if I can do the piece, but I can give it to you or Kevin, and I know it's going to be a better piece. Mm-hmm. Because it's your vibe and it's just kind of how it works. I'm always going to hand it off to somebody else. Yeah. Just because, yes, I can do it. Yes, it'll look beautiful when I do it. But if you do it or if Kevin does it, that piece is going to be that much better because you are on the same vibe and it works with the way you guys go. Yeah. And it's it's just, it's... And there's a lot of artists out yeah, there like that. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, that's, that's always been the mindset that always worked for me is if you come in, I'm going to get you to the artist that's going to give you the best piece. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. I, 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 could, I could sit here all day and take anybody's money that walked in the fucking door and do every fucking piece and what the fuck ever. Or I can work the way I work and not be about the money and be about the fact that I enjoy this and I get to create art every day and make sure that when somebody comes through that door, they get the piece done the best for them. Yeah. And that's for our passion here. Yeah. That's what a lot of people want to know. I mean, they, we do this for our passion and it's just, this is something that we've been taught from day one. I mean, our first initiation, I guess you could say, just for even becoming a tattoo artist was, you need a tattoo yourself. Yeah. Uh, he literally told me, I will not teach you if you touch somebody else with your needle before you. I was like, okay. Well, and I, I still to this day, every machine I get mm-hmm. gets tested on me before it touches anybody else. Oh, okay. I want to know exactly how the machine hits, exactly how it works. Because if I, if I don't know... Because every machine's got a different stroke, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So if I don't know what that feels like on me, I don't trust it on somebody else. Every machine I have puts at least one line on me someplace. Mm. Does, does a little, does a little bit of line, does a little bit of shading, just to see how it flows, how it goes, how it sits, where the stroke is, where the power is, whether I need to adjust it up and down. Because there's not a machine in here. Me and Dave have the same machines. Mm. He's got a Gen One, I have a Gen Two, and they run <clears throat> similar, but, but not, not the, the same. same. So it's just one of those things that, and I know there's a lot of people like you should never, I, that's the one thing that I, I don't get, like, why would you ever tattoo yourself? Well, because, because that, that way I know how my machine reacts. I know how I learned on myself. Yeah. I mean, be- before I even started my apprenticeship, that's why I've got this big thing on, why I've got the whole zombie tearing through the skin here. Yeah, I remember it, you telling me about when that. when I got my first. first coil machines, I set up in my room in front of the mirror that's hanging in Kevin's booth now. And I set up in a chair with my machine looking dead on in the mirror and tattooed myself in a mirror trying well, to why'd you pick that spot for your first spot because it was the only place i could think of that i didn't need to stretch okay it's the only place that i could think of that i could see that i didn't have to have a hand to stretch i didn't think about oh well, look if i go down on my calf i don't have to look through a mirror and i can fucking stretch the skin with my other hand that shit didn't occur to me <laughs> I just figured, fuck it. I'll sit here and I'll hang my arm down and my skin will kind of stretch itself and I'll just do a tattoo huh. backwards in reverse on my fucking shoulder. So you... <laughs> okay. You you, t- you kind of take the hard road sometimes, yeah, huh? I, yeah, well, I mean, I, I like what we said, I was, I was on some dumb shit back in the day and it was one of those things. When when I came in to do my tattoo and Dave had me set up, he's like, all right, go sit up. I'm like, okay. So I would go and I set up and... I. I was wondering if I was doing it right. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, whatever. And he comes over there. You remember the coil machines, the tubes? Yeah. So he goes and grabs my shit and he's like, what the fuck, man? That's not how you do it. And I was like, well, tell me. <laughs> it's like, show me something here. The first two times I set up a machine for me and for Dave, uh-huh. I put the needle in upside down. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I had the bar on the bottom. The only thing that he told me, because I had it like, he, he was telling, talking to me about floating the tip and yeah. then riding the barrel, but I had it like, Oh, oh yeah, you had that shit out like, I, like a half inch out because I didn't know. God I did, damn. Well, I think I put the tube like all the way. Oh, okay. So, so your your tube almost went up to the top arm, yeah, yeah, armature bar then. So he came in, adjusted it, blah blah blah, and he even he put it at the uh, setting of you know riding it. And so when I started, it was so funny because as soon as I started, I did the line, and I thought to myself, I feel like Dave's tattooing me, like that's what it felt like. Yeah. You know? And I was like, okay. And so I, you know, finished it up, blah, blah, blah. And that was the first time I ever did it. He let me go from there. I started doing other ones and shit. But yeah, I remember just how he was when I, when he picked up that machine. (laughs) 
and just like, what the hell is this? Just looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? You yeah. Fucking yeah. But I mean, that's the thing too. And that's what kind of got to me out and growing up in schools and everything is like that type of attitude yeah. of people. And like, I, I'm, I'm stupid when it comes to anything. That's what I'm saying. You hand me a piece of paper and a pencil. Hey, draw me something. I have no idea what to draw you. Yeah. So that's what I mean is like, I can, you want me to draw you, you know, a nature scene or whatever. Cool. I'll be the first one to fucking run out the door and say, hey, cool. You know, let me draw this. Let me draw this. Yeah. But I need the idea. Yeah. So like how I say, you know, you have those people who can get, get at you and they're, oh my God, why didn't you do it right? It's like, um, this is the first time I'm touching this machine. You didn't even tell me how deep what this is, what's called, nothing. You just said, set it up. Like literally. It's almost well, like telling a pilot, it, it, go it was, fly. It was always there. Okay, this, I'm going to set it up. There, that's how you set up. What the f- you did that in three seconds. I didn't see a goddamn thing. And you, you didn't just explain did. nothing either. Yeah, you just told me, just like, you take this, put this here, go that, boop. I'm like, what, I, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what, what kind of card trick did you just do to set up that goddamn machine? Yeah. You tattooed him, right? Not at first. I did not tattoo Dave. I want to say until we were here. So you didn't you didn't tattoo him at all in your apprenticeship? No. Really? No. Not once. I think I tattooed him twice in mine. Oh, I remember everybody having to do it. He didn't have me do it for he, some reason. He snatched that shit out of my fucking hand one day. <laughs> We were, we were, it was at the old shop where your booth ended up being. Okay. We were sitting back there and, and it was, it was before you got there and it was my thing. And I was working on on his hand someplace and I caught with a shader and you could hear it going, dude, he snatched that bitch out of my hand. Like I had slapped his mama or something. That fucking, <laughs> man, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, oh shit. All right, man, all right, cool, cool. All right. And, and I mean, but that's just how it is. I mean, like it's, it's the same philosophy as like the military. You got to break them down to build them up. Yeah. And I mean, granted, I didn't know shit, and I was learning, and I, I had spent all those years being a scratcher, learning all the bad habits. So there was a lot of shit that I had to get broken out of mm-hmm. to be able to learn how to do it the right fucking way. But man, that I've never seen a machine disappear from my fucking hand that fucking quick. Ever. Yeah, before or since, like fucking ever. Just boom, I was like, oh shit, my, my, what happened to my, and him just looking at me, holding the machine, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I he did get mad though the first time I tattooed him. Oh well, yeah, because it was that a uh, sparrow head. Remember when he became the sparrow? Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. He had that huge helmet. Yeah. He wanted me to put that on his leg, and I started it. And Corey was here at the time too, and boom, like no, you do it, no, no. And he was just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, but yeah, I didn't like that was the first time I ever tattooed him. Really? And then I want to say if I can remember every single time that I've tattooed him, it's. That sparrow head, the word on his neck, yeah. and then the big starting the black. I don't know if I've tattooed him and since I got it. out of my apprenticeship. Really? I honestly don't think I have. Damn. Like, I don't think I've tattooed him in like I want, 12 years. I want to ask him the last time Johnny tattooed him. <laughs> I don't know. Because Johnny still holds well, that yeah, picture. Well, he's still got that picture that's in his fucking box. Yeah. That shit fucking cracks me up every time. But yeah. I just, so... Let me ask you this. Okay. What's the favorite tattoo you've ever done? What's your favorite tattoo that you, you personally have ever done? There's so many. Well, I know, but like, like if I just say that, like, what's the first one that pops up in your head? Tech's face. Yeah? Tech Nine's portrait. Just because as soon as I was done with it, I tattooed that kid on Tuesday and Tech was coming into concert that Friday and he was doing VIP. Tech got to see that tattoo. Oh, nice. So... Every time somebody says something like, that's almost the first one because it was color portrait. It yeah. was... I mean, flawless is what I thought. Oh, dude, dude, that was a slick fucking tattoo. Yeah. Dude. That thing was clean as shit. So, I mean, this is what we've been taught, you know, from the very beginning, you know, take this as your passion, you know, we're, we're going to, the money's going to come. Yeah. We're not worried about it. And that's what'll bring it. He's taught us, to me, I feel like he's taught us so much about, especially not bagging on other people, anything. Like he straight out told us, I don't want to hear you talking bad about this guy, this shop, he, guys here in the shop, Yo. nothing. Yeah. And it's, it's to me, I feel like it's gained us a lot more a positive look on how to take yeah. all this. You know I mean? Yeah. We get a barrage of people in here that just people from Minnesota to New York yeah. to Florida to, I mean, and people are just visiting my god and it's like almost the same time everybody walks in they feel the same way like oh my god everybody greets us here and how how it makes you feel great you know and i'm just we, that's what kind of vibe we want you know yeah. we want people to feel comfortable coming in here and just hanging out yeah. you know if they can 
but yeah, just we've been taught that we've been taught that look at every piece as your last piece that, you know, what if I was to go home today yeah, and die? So you're, you know, you're, only, like, you're only as good as your last piece. Yeah. It's, it's so how we've always looked at it. Oh, you know, yeah. I try to take as much passion as I can in every single tattoo I do, yeah. you know, and I love it. I love that people will sit there and message me like, oh my God, I got so many compliments today. I have my arm piece or this. Great. You know, and I appreciate it. Yo. And a lot of times the clients will ask me this or this. and Oh, I try. You know, I'm always sarcastic like that. Yeah. So anybody out there just... Never understand. I always put my heart, my full 110% into every tattoo. I don't care if it's a small little infinity symbol. I don't care if it's a portrait of Abraham Lincoln, you know, just whatever. And I just want, I guess you can say just, I appreciate everyone that takes that. That's like, yeah, you know, Wally did this piece and so forth. So, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I, I know I, I screw around a lot of people, especially the ones that questions is like, how long you been doing this? My first answer is always, I got here about 11 today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, it's been 15, 15, 20 minutes. How long have we been working on you? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let's see. So, what would you say, or do you have a crazy story? Like, crazy spot or crazy story, whatever you want to elaborate we, we on. We all know damn well I have a legendary story in this parlor that got Kevin a Christmas present for it. <laughs> We all know that Kevin hates white people because of Ben Affleck. Yes. We all know there's a story behind that that cracks me the fuck up. Well, you got to enlighten the people, though, man, because everybody's going to wonder what this is all about. Okay. So, and now you got to paint the picture, though, because remember we had that back. Yeah. Because it, it, it was back in the day when I was back here in the corner when we had that little squared off weird death wall that everybody that wouldn't work back there for too long eventually left. Yeah. It, it, it was the death room. Um, and I was back there working and I had this girl. I mean, this is, God, five, six, seven years ago, easily, mm-hmm. at least that, because I, yeah. I haven't been stuck in the corner for years. Yeah, and then we've already been out for, like, about two. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm working on this girl, and uh, I'm tattooing her shoulder. So, she's she's faced away from me, and she's in the, the chair, and I'm tattooing her, and we're just talking and, and bullshit and stuff, and somehow... I don't, I think I asked her what, you know, what the piece was for. And she's like, oh, you know, it's a reminder of my grandpa and blah, blah, blah. And we got into the whole memorial thing. I was like, oh, you know, when did he pass? And she proceeds to tell me that her grandpa died at Pearl Harbor. Okay. And that she doesn't like Japanese people because her grandpa died at Pearl Harbor. I'm like, okay, that's your thing. Whatever. And at the same time, you're still just yeah. Tattooing and I'm away. still tattooing her way. You know, okay. I'm like, cool. That's your thing. And as the conversation goes on, and then we we kind of let it go, and things come down. And Kevin comes in, and Kevin comes in and starts talking to me. And I was like, so, t- kind of explain the story to me again. And now the story changes a little bit. That her grandpa died the same time Pearl Harbor as happened. Pearl Harbor happened. I'm like, okay. Now, mind you, this girl's like 23. Okay. So it's not like she knew her grandpa. Okay. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, Kevin is Japanese. So he's literally standing next to me. She's explaining the story that she doesn't like Japanese people because her grandpa died near Pearl Harbor. So I'm like, all right, that's the thing. Kevin bounces and leaves, comes back a little bit later, and we start to kind of talk again. And then she brings it up that she doesn't like Japanese people because of the movie Pearl Harbor. Like the one that Ben Affleck. Yes, like the one that Ben Affleck was in. Like that's why she doesn't like Japanese people because of the movie Pearl Harbor. It had nothing to do with the actual event. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the actual Pearl Harbor. It had nothing to do with actual Japanese people. had nothing to do with the fact that Josh Hartnett's a shitty actor. Just the fact that she saw that movie once and now she doesn't like Japanese people because she saw what happened to Pearl Harbor in a movie. <laughs> so during the whole tattoo process, like me and Kevin are the only one that knew this fact. And I, I was like, okay, finished her tattoo, took my time on it, make sure it was a great design, looked good. Did her thing. She paid me. She was like super happy about it. I was like, oh my God, I love it so much. Cool. Great. She left and I had to regale you guys with the story. Of what the fuck just happened. So fast forward 20 minutes, 30 minutes into this conversation. And it flips 
that, okay, she doesn't like Japanese people because of Pearl Harbor. So if we're not liking shit because of a movie, then Kevin doesn't like white people because of Ben Affleck in Pearl Harbor. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Just so y'all know. Which, Which then ended up as a Christmas present on the back of the lighter that Kevin got that year. At the Christmas party. It a, what did it say exactly? It, it, was a Zippo, it was a Zippo lighter that says, I hate white people because I've been half life. <laughs> so it has nothing to do with you personally, Ben. It's yeah. just the movie. No, we, we, uh, yeah. Because, you know, because people's grandparents hey, are dying. Ben Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, a lot of people bag on him. You know what? I, he's a good actor. I think he's good. There's, I fucking, I love Ben Affleck. And oddly they, enough. Everybody's going to have their good yeah. and bads. But he's, to me. Good. Yeah. 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 I I I love him in in Mallrats. Oh, he's amazing. <laughs> I I love him, dude. Any any of the movies he's done with Kevin Smith, I fucking love him in. Yeah. Like in Dogma, fucking amazing. And, and that's probably one of my favorite Matt Damon roles too. Is Matt Damon in Dogma? Is probably one of my favorite things that Matt Damon's ever fucking done. Mm-hmm. That shit cracks me the fuck up. Uh, Spill. That's uh my favorite movie there. Yeah. Of all time. Anybody ever seen that movie? Go ahead. Yeah. Pitch it to the next person. If you have not seen it, please don't watch it if you're Catholic. <laughs> That's no, all I'm going to say. If you're Catholic, watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Ask yourself some questions. My only one I would say, everybody always asks me the same question, and the one that always pops into my head is, and I've only tattooed this person once. Like It was probably a year or two when we moved in. Yeah, And she came in. And she was getting this little congenital. I remember it was courage right here on her wrist. And the reason I remembered that is because when I was like, so what is this for? She just started turning around. And she was like, well, <laughs> it was about my this. And she started talking to me about how she's in love when the, this guy ended up getting in prison and so forth. I was like, okay. She goes, yeah, he, he was actually my teacher. She was sleeping with the teacher and he got put in prison for it. But when he got out, he was even still talking to her. She was telling me that they still talk and that when he gets out, he's going to divorce his wife and that this is the tattoo that's just the memorable part that's going to keep me going for this and everything. And I mean, from the moment she told me it was her teacher, I just was like, okay, I'm going to flip down. You know know what? I'm I'm not going to talk about. Yeah. No more conversation. Don't need to know anything. Just so like a lot of you out there, if you see me or hear me, just stop. might want to pay attention to what you just said. Because, I mean, yeah, a lot of people look at us as therapists sometimes, oh, which yeah. is fine. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I got no beef with that. I, yeah, I, you I, guys want to lay your problems on us? Cool. Well, we'll I, let you know. I, I look at it the same way as, because I've got a lot of clients and a lot of friends that are hairdressers. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. It, yes. it, it's the barbershop mentality. As soon as you get down there and you sit down and you're getting some work done, you, you just, you got to get some shit out every once in a while. Yeah. And, and hundred percent, I have plenty of clients that, you know, I, I see them on Facebook and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, they're having a bad time. I'm going to hear from them the next week or two. Now, before you keep on with that, now to add to that, everybody out here, Mikey will run around and he'll see some of the clients in here just kind of like, he'll tell them straight out, swear, Call your artist a fuckhead. Like, say whatever the hell it is on your mind because swearing actually helps. Yes, yes. Har- so, yeah, Harvard and uh, Penn State did like a year and a half, two year study on uh, endorphins and pain. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just one of those things that if you're like, fuck, you know, it, it helps trigger that endorphin release quicker, which helps lessen the pain. Yes. It's it's scientific fucking fact. And I tell that to people all the time. It's like, look, while I'm tattooing you, I understand. That shit hurts. If you need to call me a, you know. A, a ruthless a, fucking yeah, bastard. A, a, a vicious <laughs> tiny dick prick or whatever the fuck you want to call me, that's fine. Yeah. As long as it's while I'm tattooing you. Yeah. That's fine. So you got free reign to call me whatever the fuck you want. My whole point is you can you can call me names the whole time. And as long as, as soon as you would get up and you look at that piece, like, oh my God, I fucking love it. That's all I need. Yeah. I'm not going to get offended by it. Trust me. I guarantee you the dudes that we work with will always call us something way fucking worse than any client can ever think to call us. Yes. It's just how it are. We're complete bastards in here to each other. And that's part of the reason that we function the way we do. Yeah. We've been holding on for what? Eight, nine plus years. Yeah. And then now just Rick a few years. Yeah. But yeah. So the crew that we have here, I mean, we've been steady for years. And like how we said, you know, we've been in the game for 13 plus years. And there's just been so many artists come in and out and in and out. And, you know, 
a lot of them went on, you know, yeah. other shops and, you know, so forth. And every single one of you out there that did, you know, continue on, you know, you wanted to content to continue tattooing, you know, this whole time, you know, kudos, yeah. you know, keep going. Everybody's got different styles out there. You know, we, I, that's how I look at it. Yeah. If somebody really wants to throw my name in the dirt out there because of my work. Cool. I mean, that's, that's you. That's, that's fine. I'm even if I hear it, I'm not going to respond because that's just not me. Yeah. And cool. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I didn't impress you. Like, yeah. okay. You know, I have my style Yep. and there's a lot of people that'll come in, put the Wally twist on it. And it's like, okay. Like I've, <laughs> I'll put a unicorn in there. <laughs> I'm going to make this line extra swirly. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Just, I just like to have fun with the piece. And the more oh, yeah. colorful with colors I can be, cool. The more realistic with gray shades I can be, cool. I mean, that's what I like to work with. But I touch base with all of it. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. Clients, you guys are great. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean. You, you can, I, like, I took a break for a little while. Yeah. I, I left for a year or two. And worked a soul-crushing nine-to-five cubicle bullshit job that I fucking hated every goddamn day I got up. I was mad as shit at work. I was there on Mondays getting Snapchats from you on your fucking longboard. My God, I hated life for about two years. And then it was funny because even though I wasn't working here, I was still here like every other fucking day. Like I'd get yeah. off work and I'd come here. I'm like, guys, I got to talk to you and <laughs> hang out and bullshit and, and still help with, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, somebody's looking to design or something like, oh, that's dope. You know, it'd be cool as if you did this. And mm -hmm. it was still, I was still able to put an input and it still had an artistic value to it because I had been here before and I kind of knew everybody, the vibe and shit like that. And I still knew clients and all that shit. And that's the funny thing is, I came by one day and like I was just having a shit day. Like I was, I was fucking fed up. I was tired of being at that fucking job. Mm -hmm. and I got out. I, I think I just fucking like I was like, all right, I'm not going back after lunch. Like I'm just gonna call in sick. No, you were leaving lunch. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I left at like I got lunch at like 11:30. I'm like, fuck it, I'm not going back. And I like I went and grabbed some food and came here. And like Dave was here, and I think. I think Kev was here. Was Michelle here? Michelle was working here, though, wasn't she? Oh, no. Dude, it was way after that. Oh, okay. It was way after that. Okay. Like, it, it was one of the early days, and, like, you know, because, like, like we were, most of us were rolling early. If we got an appointment at noon, we're here, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, prepping and vibe out and shit like that. And I came in, and, like, he was just, like, we're sitting on the stairs smoking, and he's just looking at me. He's like, so, uh, what's up? <laughs> I, I sat there for a minute. I was like, can I come back? And he's like, fuck, I've been waiting for you to ask. God damn, dude, start tomorrow. Shit, what the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> you might as well just walked in with all your stuff. Like, well, dude, I'm back. Well, that, I'm yeah, back. I was going to say, I, it's it's kind of like I never left. Like, I mean, the picture on the fucking wall, I like, I, I lo love him to death, but I put that fucking picture over there. It's like, this is my fucking spot. This is how this fucking goes. Yeah. And and this that's my favorite thing is people don't ever fucking notice that they why is that fucking, why does your head look weird on that picture? My head's actually not that big, you son of a bitch. Fucking, I know I got a big ass head, but that's a little. I love how you did it. Like you just stuck it on the front. Uh, yeah. like it's not even inside the picture. Yeah, no, know? there's, there's no the, tech to it all. There's no, that's what, I mean, anybody that comes walking in here, please sometimes take a look around. Like we fuck around with oh, shit yeah. a lot. We still, yeah, he still has the oh, picture yeah, no, of the yeah, neck yeah, supper. Yeah, the neck supper on there. <laughs> People come and look at my walls. My boy Mikey here. Oh my God. Like before I adjusted my walls the last time, I'd go and start looking at all my pictures and my kids had little mustaches on them and beards. And I'm like, what, what the hell? What, one day it just caught my eye. I'm like, what the hell? I started looking around. He's like, yeah, I've been doing it for like a month or so. Yeah. I was wondering how long he'd been fighting. Every day, bro, if I got here before you were, I grabbed that little fucking wipe off fucking wipes, dry, eraser. dry erase fucking board. And I just put like a like a Hitler stash or like a big old handlebar. I think one of your kids had like just like the Fu Manchu shit going on. And yeah. Like, I, I think Rosie. I think it was yeah, that one right yeah, there. I, I threw it on every motherfucker, dude. If you weren't here, I'm like, okay, who are we doing today? And it was just, it was just one a day. Like, but... It, like I damn near got your whole wall before you noticed, man. I had a bunch of motherfuckers on there, but at the same time, at least once or twice a week, I have somebody come out of you or Cody's booth and walk straight over to my booth and be like, "What the fuck's the safe word?" Like mid fucking tattoo, like they come like, "What's what's the safe word this week?" I'm like, I don't know what's it's fucking right there, bro. <laughs> like, I don't I don't fucking keep track of the shit. I just, it's just on my fucking wall. It yeah. changes without me fucking knowing. Is it still the one the midget? Yeah, I think oh. it's, I still got a midget on speed dial. Okay, yeah. No, yeah, I remember coming in, all that. Now, okay, one story I do want to elaborate everyone with is 
And the reason why is just because he's still here. And we have all gone through this shit. Like we've all had to deal with everybody being here, doing this to us, whatever. But I think you gotta hook up everybody with the story of homeboy with his chair. And oh. just and and but because everything was kosher after yeah. the party and even Dave didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well well that's that's the thing is 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 I told everybody except for him and for Dave. Yes. And there's a reason that I didn't tell Dave about it and I had forethought on it and it turned out every bit as magical as I fucking wanted it to. So pictures everybody out there, pictures we're sitting around the table, we're having our holiday party, and Mikey's there, everybody's there, and basically we're doing the gift exchange. And so Boom. This is what happened. Go ahead and laugh. Okay. So every year we draw names and I got Rick slash Ryan, who was the new guy who admittedly when he started, I did not like him. And he knows that. He knows that. Everybody else knows that. Everybody else knew that it was my goal to try and make this motherfucker cry. Yeah. Like I wanted to break him down and make him cry and fucking leave. Like that was my shit. That was what I was doing. And so he got... I think it was like the, the second stool he bought. Well, you told me about the third. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, okay. like, like he bought one stool and then he got a new one and he upgraded to the ones like the most of us have around here that yeah. are the ones you can go buy at like Ace Hardware shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's got the four little rollers on it. It's got the little piston seat and the little red cushion on it. So I decided that I was going to start loosening one of the bolts every day. On the wheels. On, 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 on the wheels. I would, I would loosen one of those bolts. And it went on and eventually it started to come to a point where I, I would, I would take one. Like I would just take the nut off and the, and the wheel was still there. Right? And the wheel, yeah, the wheel was still there, still, but it, it had like the two bolts to hold it on. And I would take one of the top of the bolts off. Yeah. But so, it was still like poking through yeah, the, so he, he would okay. sit down and all of a sudden his stool would shift and shit like that. Or his, his wheel would shoot off or some shit like that. Okay. But now the time that he told me though, I remember don't when, so, tell so me when the way, the way, the way that everyone in the shop started to know, was I think after he had bought his second or third stool after he got that first original one. Uh-huh. And he's in his booth and he's fixing it and just bitch, bitch these motherfucking stools, they're fucking pieces of shit, they keep fucking breaking. I don't know, I don't know what the fuck is fucking and just going off. Okay. And we're standing there in between that section between the other main part of the parlor and coming over here to your guys' side. And I'm standing in the middle and you're on one side and Kevin's on the other side. And he starts pitching like, man, these are, these are fucking pieces of shit. I'm like, they're not pieces of shit. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> and both of y'all, I was like, I was shocked. Yeah, just like, what the fuck? When you said that, I was just like, what? Yeah, you guys- because even before that, like maybe a few days before that, we were sitting here, I was tattooing, and you hear yep. fucking fall like, oh, sh- ah! yep. you- <laughs> I I have pictures. I have pictures. Dez. I used to get sent pictures by Dez like once a week of him sitting there cursing out his fucking thing, trying to fix his goddamn stool. Yes. And it went on for months. You even showed me that picture when he was sitting there fixing yep. the, the wheel. Yep. <laughs> for months, I did this. Nobody knew, or Dave didn't know. Yeah. I, I told, I ended up, I told everybody because you two knew. So I told Cody because yeah. Cody's like, dude, that's fucked up, but it's funny. I told Johnny because Johnny was usually here with him at night. So Johnny had something to giggle at and shit like that. Yeah. I'd, hear the, I'd hear the stories the next day. Like I, everybody knew in here except for Rick and for Dave. Now, the reason I didn't tell Dave is because Dave is Dave. And if you whine about something enough, he's going to start yelling at you for it. Yeah. So Rick would fucking have a problem with his stool again. I'm like, God damn it, I gotta go buy another one of these motherfuckers, blah, blah, blah. And instantly would we'll stop buying shit. Why the fuck are you always breaking your shit? Blah, 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 blah. And get a fucking lecture from dad about how he's breaking his shit when he's not doing anything. It's all fucking me. So I started collecting him and collecting him and collecting him. So at the Christmas party, when finally he started to man up, and he wasn't a little bitch, and I didn't fucking hate him anymore. Well, I still, eh, we'll give it a little 50-50 on that. You still have your days, right? Yeah, there's still, there's still days. I'm like, ah, all right, fucking whatever. But there, there came a point where I was like, okay, I'm going to let him in on this. Just because he started to man up, and I can give him shit, and he starts to talk back, I'm going to give him his props. So we went through the whole thing, and everybody's exchanging their gifts and stuff, and it comes down to I haven't got a gift, Rick hasn't got a gift. So I'm like, all right. So Rick gives me my gift and on point, dude, he gave me that dope ass little fucking Vegeta maquette. Yeah. Cool as shit. And I got him, I don't know what the fuck I actually got him. I got him something. And then. You got him a hat. I think I got him. I got him a, oh and yeah, I got him the, that blue the that, blue hat. That blue DBZ hat. Yeah. Which was fucking yeah. legit hat. So 
we're all sitting around and I mean, we all, everybody, but Dave at this point still knows yep. of what was going yeah. on. But every, you, everybody at the table is fully informed. All, all the guys and most of our girlfriends or wives knew exactly what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So at this point in time, I gave him that. He's like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I got something else for you. And I just kind of threw a bag of Ziploc bolts and nuts in front of him. And he just stared at it. And I was like, just so you know, your stools weren't breaking. <laughs> I'm just an asshole. And you saw him suddenly click together like, this motherfucker. <laughs> this mother The whole fucking time I thought it was breaking shit, but this motherfucker's been fucking with my shit the entire fucking time. And you saw Dave... At the other end of the table, you just, just you, you saw him click it and him just go, oh my God, you're a vicious bastard. <laughs> and I was like, yes. But he loved it. And, and it was, he was like, dude, I give you full points. That's fucking great. And, and ever since then, dude, like af, after that, like it's, it kind of changed the dynamic that he took that much constant bullshit for a year among everything else. I was talking shit yeah. and saying to him, he took that in stride. And when I let him in on it, he was like you are a magnificent fucking asshole and took it. And I was like, okay, you know what? You earned a little bit more respect. Yeah. I got, and, and kudos to him, dude. Like there's a lot of dudes that I know that if I would have said that shit to him, would have blown the fuck up and lost their fucking cool. Yeah. And he took it in stride and joked about it and has them hanging on his fucking wall in his booth. He's got the Ziploc bag Still. full of those fucking nuts and shit hanging in his booth that he tells the story to motherfuckers now. Like he's like, you know, Mikey's a fucking asshole, and I'll I'll let you in on why this motherfucker is an asshole because he fucked with me for a year straight. Like I said, I remember being back here one day, and just all of a sudden, just whoosh, you can hear the the chair just fly out from under him. And he's, God damn it! He's just like you could tell he's pissed, and I'm like, yeah, because you had already told me. Oh yeah, so I knew what was well, going that, on. That, that was part of the reason why I, I wanted to make sure that everybody else knew uh -huh. because. We're all, look, it says right on the front door. We're, we're all, all monsters. We're all monsters here. Yes. So there's there's a sick enjoyment we get out of fucking with each other to a point. And I knew that if like it's just him and you and you can't even see the motherfucker, we just hear, oh, ah, fuck, you're going to giggle. Yeah. Or Johnny's sitting over there on the other side just like reading his fucking laptop and shit like that. And just all of a sudden he goes fucking feet over tits in the air off his fucking stool. He's going to giggle his ass off. So as much enjoyment as I got out of fucking with him, I know you guys got a free show on daily basis of shit that I didn't fucking see. And if you guys follow us on the tattoo page or you watch our live videos, now just to say, I mean, even till now, we still fuck, we still fuck with each other. And I, I'll <laughs> admit straight out, like the first time that we did go live, we you'll see Mikey running around and then all of a sudden he stops and you can see the booth in the background. And I know anybody in here like, that comes in, not going to really notice, but we did that for the artist. Yeah. And we were wondering if Rick would notice that I just went in, the, I just went in one day and just started grabbing his stuff in his booth and just moving it. I'd move his chair this way. I'd, no, sorry. I'd move his chair this way. I'd move his um, toolbox and we started to, and, <laughs> and he came in after we did the live and he just like, okay. And he just started moving his shit back. I'm like, cool. So then what, about a week ago? About, yeah, yeah, about yeah. a week ago we did I just, it again. I was just walking by his booth and I just looked at it and I'm like, huh. And I walked over and I started moving shit. And then here comes Mikey. Cool. And, and <laughs> as you say, as soon as he started moving shit, I'm like, are we doing this again? Cool, I'm in. And we did. And and dude, credit to him. He did the same fucking thing. Yeah. Just, and I mean, you could tell he wasn't having a great day, but he walked in there and walked straight to his booth. He's like, really again? <laughs> and, I, and I was like, here's what I was like, I'm going to do it every fucking time you take more than two days off. And he's like, all right, all right, cool. I get it. That's yeah. Fine. So. But he, he took it in stride and was like, all right, cool, and just put his shit back, set up for his appointment, did his fucking day, was like, peace, I'm out. Full credit to him. We he's, The dude has gotten- He's hanging in there. You're he, doing good. Yeah, man. he's, he's, he's doing, doing all right. I'll still fuck with him. And I know, his, you, I know you ain't listening. To, to his bro, credit, so. with as much as I fuck with him, the dude's a hell of an artist. Yeah. I'm the, I will never knock him on his artistic ability. The dude's a hell of an artist, but I will fuck with him about having a spine all day long. Oh, yeah. But that's just because I'm a horrible bastard. We just we still do it to each other, well, man. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, I mean, how often do, do I call you a little bitch? It's every <laughs> Tuesday. Right, you know. Every Wednesday? It's possible on any day that ends in Y. It's just how it goes. I could seriously go back into, like, the live footage, and you'll see me in one area, and Dave will walk by, and as soon as he walks up to me, boom, squirrel, squirrel tap. tap. Yep. Just I mean, I've, 
We still do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We still do it. Well, I mean, yeah. it's it's fucking seven dudes that work together. Yeah. That basically, we're we've all been here long enough. I mean, we refer to each other as the Frankie's family. Like it's yeah. we're we're we'll bleed for each other easily, which means on the counterpart of it, we're gonna fuck with each other worse than anybody else ever will. And that's part of what cracks me up about me and you ended up where we are right now because I know when you started, you thought I fucking hated you. <laughs> you did. You, you gave me that vibe. Like, I just look over at you and you just, like, you just wanted to just jump the counter or some shit. Just, like, oh, okay. But I think, I think the turning point of me and you, honestly, was to me, it was probably, if not, right around before but when i invited you over to the house that day and i told you hey you know i want to start making videos and we even had that little fucking dinky recorder that cindy gave us that it was just like a oh little, shit yeah yeah that was back in the oh in the first yeah, apartment yeah, in the first apartment yeah. yes Fuck, dude on that little shitty pink camera huh yeah. yeah 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 and that's when i was like oh okay cool so i mean yeah if, if, I, I know none of you guys like to get on youtube or whatever but if you ever see our mini movies i've actually tried to put together a few mini movies Take it for what it is. Like, look at it as we don't know who the hell anybody is. Like, we're just these two oblivious guys out there not knowing who the hell the world is. Like, take that in consideration when you guys watch these little mini movies. Like, we act like there's we're just oblivious to everything. Yeah, as you say, the, the little so, mini movies are, are the shit that we put through to get together through our fucking Snapchat fucking longboard runs and shit. Yes. You, you want to watch some just inane, just wild bullshit where we have no idea 100% what the fuck we're talking about, but some of the shit that comes out of there is probably some of my favorite shit that we've ever fucking done is on some of those fucking longboard runs. And we'll let you guys know. We'll let you guys know when we're going to start doing it. So, yeah. I mean, personally, I wouldn't care if a lot of other people got on Snapchat and just checked it out for us, yeah. you know, and listening to what's going. But, oh, yeah, there'll be times that we're just flowing down the fucking trail and just some shit will pop off. Well, I mean, that, that, that's that got my my anti-vaxxer song on there. Yeah. It is, is in there someplace. The dog yelling at me to the, yeah, walk the, the, white. The dog to walk white. Me t- me teaching you how to walk white. Yes. Um, uh, Cody, when we... We did the whole thing with him. Yeah, he's got that on there. It's it's got my my secret Trump wave on there. Yeah, <laughs> we've got the shout out to you know Mr. Kelly out there and uh, yeah. fucking, you know yeah. bitches. The, the, <laughs> it's it's got the budget professor X. There, there's a lot of good shit on there, man. Oh yeah, but I, and I mean at the same time I laugh at it because I'm like I remember you know it's some dumb shit. It's also but that's the thing is I go back and I watch my first fucking longboard run that I did with you motherfuckers. The one you wore the Batman suit yeah, the, or whatever. The, where where we, I'm Bat Mike. Yeah, yeah, and we went all the fucking way to Salt, Salt Lake, Lake on my first fucking longboard run. Man, fuck y'all, dude. I wasn't the one that fuck, called it. Five, it was homeboy. Five, five like, hours, just my fat ass sweating like a motherfucker. Call him out. Let's go. Let's do it now. <laughs> right? Yeah. We want to make a longboard run. <laughs> You want to you go? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. We'll go all the way to Salt Lake right fucking now. I remember that run. But yeah, just, I mean, anything and everything that we ever talk about, like, we like to be opinionated. We like to spit whatever just out there. If you want our opinion, we're going to tell you. Yeah. I, if you I'll, don't want our all opinion. All you going to do is ask you, and more than likely, I'll yeah. still tell you either way. I just, a lot of people out there, you know, we are going to offend you. And shh. Hey! Yeah! Oh, wait, hold on. I think they're leaving. No, I'm just kidding. She's <laughs> just, just Johnny over there having a heart attack. It's fine. Uh-huh. He's resetting himself. So what else do you guys say with that? I mean, I don't think we should touch base with the whole media thing. That's just, I want to be more ranting that day. So yeah. I, I was going to say, wait, wait, wait. I want to I adjust to the people right now. Let them know, you know, hey, we're out there with you guys. You may not know what we look like, but we some ugly motherfuckers anyway. So you don't want to look good. Anyway. All we're trying to do, oh, hey, Kev. take everything so, we have uh, for you, you in a positive way. You, you hate white people because of Ben Affleck, huh? Mm-hmm. And he has the I lighter know. to prove it. He's, he's, he's got the lighter to prove it, right? Yep. Hey. His brother, a.k.a. my father-in-law. <laughs> the only thing I can tell God, you is God. that my boss has we are, named We are like him. a weird Alabama redneck family in this motherfucker, aren't yes. we? God damn. My boss, Dave, has informed that his name for my father-in-law is Redneck Samurai. You want to see a Japanese guy that sits there. I didn't know his brother's name (laughs) for like the first five years. All I knew him as was the Redneck Samurai. 
He didn't, I didn't know what the fuck his name was because even he referred to his brother as the redneck samurai. Yeah. Yeah, I I had I had many a dinner with his father, and still didn't know the name of the fucking redneck samurai. Damn. Yeah, I, I knew his name from well, the yeah, beginning. but that's because you're yeah. banging his daughter. She don't know. She <laughs> sh- she'll hear it. But yeah, I mean, take everything we give you guys. You know, we just want to be a voice out there. We want to give you some entertainment. We want to have some fun. We want to throw some shit at you. But anytime we do offend you. Uh, that I would say that that's what our intention is. Leave, go, us, leave us a comment. Go, yeah, leave us leave, a comment. Just, just leave it. Leave us fucking comments for the yeah. love of God. Whether good, bad, in between, indifferent, whatever. Just get on there and be like, oh, y'all put me to sleep. Yeah, that's fine. I don't it, care. But just and I'm gonna work on it. Like I told you, I'm probably gonna work on it, and I think I'm probably gonna set up like a Twitter or something for it, so people can actually like comment and be like, y'all are fucking retard and fucking whatever, or be like, I love it. It's cool. Maybe I'll talk about this. Give us some feedback. Be like, you know, you said yeah. this, and that's fucking stupid. Just so we've got some more interaction because we can voice. And you guys can listen to us, but this way we get a little bit of interaction with you, which is what I want. Yeah. I mean. I want to talk about the things that people want to hear yeah. about. You know, well, I'm not going to sit there and bore you guys with all just politics one day. Yeah, we might touch base on it one day, but yeah. we don't want to just attack anyone. We want we want to, like, bring forth little shit. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, want, to ha- I want to have some sort of, of discord where we can we can say something. People be like, I have, you know, what about this? And, and points of view and stuff like that, because you can listen to us all day. And that's great. I appreciate it. I love it. But I want to have some discord back and forth where we can say something and somebody can, you know, make a comment back to us or, you know, whether it's it's good or bad or not. I still want to hear other people's voices because I don't know everything. And if there's something that I know or that they, you know, that I don't know that they can express an opinion on that can educate me, I'm always going to welcome that. So that's something I'm going to work on setting up. So now that we've run our mouth for an hour. In a half. Yeah, something like that. We've been here for we've been here for a minute. Yes. So drop the sponsors on the people. Cool, cool. Just gonna give a shout out to Lane Vision Network, Gorilla Depot, check out their T shirt needs. Hit them up. Got Frankie's family, Frankie's tattoo out of Clearfield, hitting us up. Uh who else do we got a sponsor? Jaffernacles T V. Got them out there. It's a YouTube channel if you wanna see. The WWF, <laughs> the World Wrestling, the World Foundation of uh, Koalas. Uh, the World Wildlife Foundation. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. 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 No, they're not really a sponsor. But hey, KFC, I will be a sponsor. Right. Uh, KF- I'm going to sponsor you. you first. Yeah, KFC, I'm going to give you my money. So that so, way yes. you come back around and give me some money. Yes. But yeah. Holler it out, bro. So yeah, guys, we love you. Like I said, if you, you, you can, if you go on to, it's on Anchor, right? If you go to Anchor, you can leave us a comment. Right, so yeah, you can you can leave us you can legitimately voice your opinion on there. You can go on Anchor if, through the app, and again, that's what we use right now to get out to do our podcast stuff like that. We put it out there on Anchor, makes it super easiest for us to get to the other platforms and shit. Dope, but you can go on there and you can leave us an audio comment. You be like, hey, fucktard, blah 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 blah. Go to, go to hell. We, we might listen to it once, but I mean, if if you make a valid point and it's something we vibe with, we might play it and respond to you, so yeah. we can get an honest Discord going. So there's there's that too. So leave us, you know, leave us a comment. Go on to Spotify, rate us, all that shit. Just you know, show us some love, show us some hate. But you know, we're gonna start interacting as much as we can and go from there. So with that, we will see y'all next week. Peace, love, and chicken grease. <laughs>